church. This is where we are going to be doing church. So I want to see your comments uh, in the comment section uh, as we are going to share the word of God together. If you've got a prayer request, you know, just press that button that is there uh, and just share your prayer request. There are people who are waiting just to minister to your needs even during the course of the service. What a blessing to have an opportunity once again to minister the word of God with us today. Lesson number 33 of the book of Esther, Esther chapter number 2, verse 22 to verse 23. You know, the Bible reads, So the matter became known to Mordecai, who told Queen Esther, and Esther informed the king in Mordecai's name. And when an inquiry was made into the matter, it was confirmed, and both were hanged on gallows. It was written in the book of Chronicles, in the presence of the king so this is the story that starts off on verse number 21 uh, the two guys Bitana and Teresh who were eunuchs uh, doorkeepers of the king uh, they devised a plot to overthrow the king the reason being their anger we don't know what had happened but they got angry and they plotted the downfall of the king so the Bible says here on verse 22, So the matter became known to Mordecai, who told Queen Esther, and Esther informed the king in Mordecai's name. So this is going to be our lesson for next week. But today we are jumping to verse 23, which is the lesson for today. And when an inquiry was made into the matter, it was confirmed, and both were hanged on gallows. So the title for the message today, or rather the lesson for today is very fine very fine very fine you know the problem of the church today uh, is the lack of verification you know the church hears things Sunday in Sunday out on the pulpit but very few people then take it upon themselves to go home and sit down and inquire and verify and check the facts you know it's very easy for you as a person to hear news from someone but the question is, you know, are you going to verify it before you run with the message or you're going to run with the message without, you know, due diligence on your part and without verification? So here, Mordecai has head of the plot. She go, he goes and tells the queen, Queen Esther, and Queen Esther in turn goes and tells it to the king. But what I like about the attitude of the king and I'm sure that's why he was king. He, he was a man of wisdom. He did not then just go ahead and, you know, punish uh, Bictana and Teresh and says, well, I've heard this is what you're doing and I'm just going to kill you because of what I've heard. The king followed, you know, every protocol that wisdom demanded. And that is verification. He did not just say, well, I heard and I'm going to act. I heard from Queen Esther. There is no way Queen Esther would lie to me. This sounds familiar, right? There is no way this preacher can get it wrong. My pastor enjoys the word. My pastor is always in the word. And whatever he's going to say on Sunday, I'm just going to get it. There is no way Pastor Dan can lie to me. There is no way Pastor Dan uh, can get into error. Now, verification does not necessarily mean that you do not trust your pastor or you do not trust the minister of the word. Verification is that you care so much about your pastor that you don't want him to be in error 
And you don't also want yourself to be in error. And for the protection of your pastor and the protection of yourself, you do what is proper, that is to check the facts and verify. Why is it important? In case your pastor is wrong on one thing, you know, you don't wait for it up until it's now five things. You know, it's one thing that leads to another thing and another thing and another thing. You, you quickly get in because I love my pastor so much, I am going to verify. I love myself so much, I am going to verify. I love other people around me so much. Before I pass on the word that I heard from my pastor, I need to verify it and see whether in truth it is in line with the word of God. Then I'll run with it. You know, the doorkeepers, these eunuchs, they were people employed by the king. And the king did not want to quickly take action and says, well, you know, I've heard this and I'm going to just kill them, you know, because of the plot. He says, I love them so much that I will not take action before I verify. And I love Queen Esther so much and I want to protect her office. I will not act on this that I've heard from, from her without verifying, lest there may be, you know, some um, contamination of information. Maybe it is a lie. And I don't want, you know, the blood of this man to be on Esther. You know, Esther, yes, Esther trusts Mordecai. But again, you know, before taking any action, let us verify. Are you hearing me this morning? Let us verify. My encouragement to all of us today and what we learn from this is the importance of verification. Okay? Don't just run with it before you verify uh, the facts. So the failure of the church today is based on lack of verification my prophet said this it is true why because my prophet hears from god okay do you know that there is a verse you know that says that you know uh, there was a lying tongue you know a lying tongue entered the prophets and they started to prophesy all lies you know not 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 because they are false but because the devil has crept in and you know he's just twisting everything so if you do not do due diligence on your part you may run you know the risk of running with you know falsehoods because you simply did not verify the facts as you ought to another king in the bible who verified matthew chapter number two verse three to verse number six matthew chapter number two verse three to verse number six i want you to type in there verify 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 it says when herod the king heard this he was troubled and all jerusalem with him and when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of um and scribes of the people together he inquired of them where the christ was to be born he verified he wanted to check these wise men have come and they are saying, where is he who is born king? King Herod did not just run with the message because these guys are you know, strangers or these guys are, are wise men. No, he said, look, I've heard what they are saying, but I need to verify. I need to check whether what they are saying is true. So he looked for men, men who knew better than he knew concerning you know, uh, the law. And concerning the word of God sometimes the process of verification you know sometimes it is you doing the verification against the word of God sometimes it is you checking with your friends you know who know the word of God sometimes it is you checking with your pastor you know it does not necessarily have to be you 
and you alone. Ultimately, our verification has to be led by the Spirit of God because He knows all things. So as we verify, we need to depend entirely on the Holy Spirit for their help. Verse 5 says, So they say to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Where did they go for verification? They went to the word of God. What is it that is written? So if anything that your pastor, anything that you hear from the pulpit, if it is not consistent with what God has already laid in his word, you need to discard it. You are not discarding your pastor. You are simply discarding what he said. You are not discarding your man of God. You are simply discarding the sermon that he preached. You are not discarding the man of God, but you're simply saying, according to the word of God, I have put the message and I've put the word of God. I choose to go by what the word of God is saying. But here is the important thing. You need to be able to know how to rightly divide the word of God yourself. Because sometimes you find somebody who is a grade 5 trying to mark an exam paper of someone who is in form 4. You know, sometimes you may get it wrong. That's why you need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, because the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. He will teach you into all truth. And the good thing about the things of God, they are not complicated. They are very simple. The wise men of the world, they miss the truth of the word of God because of the simplicity. So when you hear any message that is very complicated, it's difficult to be understood, you know, it's too difficult, you know, it's not simple. A young child cannot comprehend, you know, the chances are very high that that message is not consistent with the word of God. I'm not saying it is not, I'm saying the chances are very high. Why? Because the word of God is very simple. People who miss it, they miss it because of its simplicity. They missed Jesus, not because he was a complicated person. They missed Jesus because he was simple. He dressed like them. He walked like them. He ate together with them. He communed with sinners. And because of his simplicity, they missed him. It took a kiss for them to identify who he was. Because when he was walking with everybody, he just looked like everybody. All right. Praise God. So you need to verify the King Herod needed to verify. He needed to check whether it was true that a king was going to be born in Bethlehem. And the people who sat down, looked at scripture, they saw that indeed it is true. Now I always say that, you know, the poison that is destroying the church today is not coming from the world. It is very easy for you to identify error when error is coming from the world. It is very easy for you to identify error if error is coming from unbelievers. It is very easy for you to actually detect the lies because, you know, the lies are coming from a source that is very, you know, it is actually very clear that this is the enemy, this is the devil. But what do you do when the lies are coming from the pulpit? When the lies are decorated and they're being presented by a man of the cloth, the suit is on, everything looks perfect. You know, you've got the nice background, you've got the nice church building, you know, you've got a nice 
you know, podcast, the sound is so clean and clear. Are you able to detect lies when the man who is preaching has got, you know, a bank account that is full and the guy is rich, the guy is up there and they've got testimonies to back what they are saying. Are you going to run because of their testimonies or you're going to go to the word of God and say, well, what does the word of God say? Wisdom demands that we verify everything that we hear. If a word is from the Lord, then we need to verify. And when we verify it, we are not verifying the pastor. We are verifying the word of God. You see, when a prostitute comes up here and say God is good, we will not, you know, verify the prostitute, her lifestyle, and say who is saying God is good before we say amen. We say amen because God is good. It doesn't matter who is saying God is good. If God is good, he is good. He is good. You know, so, so it's not about verifying the person, but it is about checking what they are saying. Is what they are saying true? If it is true, you say amen to what they are saying. Praise God. Now, the reason why I'm saying this, and I use this very extreme example, is so that you know that whenever we are checking, we are not checking the lifestyle of the man. We are checking what the man is saying. Is it true? You know, Paul says some preach out of envy, some preach out of strife, others are preaching to, you know, to gain. But the good thing is Christ is being preached anyway. Okay, so he's saying, well, even if it is the liar preaching, even if it is a man of strife, is he preaching Christ? If he is preaching Christ, I am glad Christ is being preached. Verify and check if Christ is the message. If Christ is not the message, you reject. You know, if Christ is not the doctrine, you reject. The doctrine of the Christ and the doctrine of the word of God that we need to contend that Jude is talking about it's not a church doctrine is the doctrine of jesus christ that jesus is the way the truth and the life and no one goes to the father except through him and we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins through his blood that is the message and whenever you verify you need to check whether the spirit that is speaking is declaring jesus as lord and as savior so again you need to learn to verify praise god now the Bible says again now, uh, the book of Acts chapter number 17, verse 11 to 13. Acts 17, 11 to 13. At one point, um, you know, I was talking to some other brothers. Um, you know, I, I had, I had uh, uh, my immediate boss, you know, where I pastored, you know. So that became sort of my senior pastor where I was pastoring. And uh, the senior pastor took you know, you know, created lies around me and says, you know, Dan has got this particular girlfriend and he's sleeping around and he's doing ABCD and, uh, you know, he has failed to leave the church. The church is now empty uh, and we, we need to take action because this guy has messed up everything. So those who were coming to deal with the issue without verification, they came. You know, they were expecting to see an empty church. They were surprised that, you know, the church that I was leading, people did not even have places to sit because the hall was full, it was packed. They came to, you know, to deal with an issue without verifying the issue. I think that's why, because this was a young pastor and there was an older pastor. This was a young man and there was a gray-haired man. So they're like, you know what? They, they did not verify the facts. They verified the man. Okay? 
the man who tells the truth today does not necessarily mean that he will continue to tell the truth tomorrow. Okay? That's why you need to verify. Don't look at age. Look at the word. Jesus was only 33 when he finished his ministry. And yet he spoke the truth. He actually confronted the Pharisees and said to them, You are like your father, the devil. You lie like your father, the devil. Now he's talking to people who are older than him. But he's confronting their lies. Why? Because truth has no age. Truth is about the seed that God deposits in a person. That is truth. Truth is the word of God. Not the word of God spoken by an older man. Not the word of God spoken by a younger man. But the word of God that is spoken by any person that God chooses to use at a particular time. You need to learn to verify. Before you run with an issue at your work, verify. Okay? Before you take action, verify. You can't just, you know, you see something and you, you run around. That's why if you kill a person today, you are not guilty of murder before you are tried. Because sometimes, yes, you have killed a person, but they may say, after verifying the facts, we saw that it is, it was in self-defense. So you are not going to be imprisoned because it was self-defense. I think this, they look at the circumstances to determine whether what you did, you know, they, they check the facts. What you did, was it out of, you know, uh, premeditated or something that just happened? Was it in self-defense? They verify the facts before they take action. Praise the Lord. Verify. You need to learn to verify. The church today needs to learn to verify. I'm sure you have forgotten that we said Acts chapter 17. I still know. Acts 17, 11 to 13, it says, And the people of Berea were more open-minded. You know, I took it from the New Living Translation. It sounded amazing there. And the people of Berea were more open-minded than those of Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly to Paul's message. Okay? They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. So, Paul says they were open-minded because they sought to, to check whether it was true. They were not closed-minded. They were open-minded. So, open-minded people, they verify things. Okay? As a result, many Jews believed as did many of the prominent Greek women and men. Now, check verse 13 now. This killed me when I was reading this. It says, But when some Jews from Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God in Berea, they went there and stirred up trouble. So I checked, I checked, you know, the, the, the Thessalonians. What kind of people were they? If you check the book of Thessalonians, you will learn something that is amazing about them. They, you know, they, they were told that Christ is, there, there is no resurrection of the dead. The resurrection of the dead has already taken place. And all of them were panicking. Why? They were not as open-minded as the, those in Berea. They never sat down to check the facts. After hearing that, you know, Christ already, uh, you know, resurrected the dead. There is no longer resurrection of the dead. You know, they panicked and they started selling stuff. So Paul wrote now, you know, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, to tell them that the resurrection of the dead had not taken place. No wonder why the Bible says here, they came from Thessalonica to Berea to those who were open-minded after Paul. They were closed-minded. They were not open to the gospel the same way the Bereans were open to the gospel. They just ran with stuff they never verified. 
So verification only takes place when people are open-minded. They wanted to know. They were searching whether what Paul and Silas were teaching was the truth. Any pastor who does not want people to verify what he's saying, whether it is true or false, is very insecure and the chances are very high that they are living in error and what they are teaching is not consistent with the word of God. Praise God. Right? First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 29. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 29. It says, Let two or three prophets speak and let others judge. Okay? Let two or three prophets speak and let others judge. Alright, so it's about judging prophecy. So we we are empowered as the church to judge prophets. No, not to judge prophets, rather. To judge prophecies. Okay, that's, that's the right way of putting it across. Let two or three prophets speak. Let others judge, not the prophet. Let others judge the prophecies. Okay, so we need to have a habit where after the prophet has prophesied, we sit down to judge the prophecy. We need to sit down. That's why a house churches is the best thing to do. After hearing the word, we sit down. We search the scriptures. What pastor was saying, is it consistent with what the word of God is saying? And by the word of God, I mean with the lenses of the New Testament. Not with the lenses of the Old Testament, but with the lenses of the New Testament. The syllabus has changed. And with the change of the syllabus, the change of the law, the change of the priesthood, everything changes. Even in the interpretation of the word of God changes. But my encouragement to you today is learn to verify facts before you run with it. It is difficult for you to run with a message that you just say, well, I had pastor say this, or I had so and so teach this. And when they say, but is it true? You are questioned on that message. You, you're not sure anymore. Uh, I'm not sure anymore. I don't know, but I heard it. You know, the pastor was saying, every time where you see emotions high, it's simply because people are defending men, not truth. Whenever you are defending the truth, actually the truth does not even need a defense. Whenever truth is presented, truth defends truth. Truth defends itself. It doesn't need anybody to verify. It just defends itself. Praise God. So let two or three prophets speak. Let others judge. We are empowered by the word of God to judge prophecies. Praise God. So we need to verify. We need to learn to check you know, the word of God so that we guard ourselves from wrong doctrine. There's a lot of wrong doctrine in the church today. There's a lot of lies in the church today. And how are we going to safeguard ourselves? We are able only to safeguard ourselves when we learn to verify. Learn to verify. Not only about the word of God, but in your own life. When you hear that, well, I saw your husband um, walking with some girl uh, at the mall. Don't just come and you are up here angry, mad verify seek to know seek to understand some of you you've got high blood pressure that you're not even supposed to have simply because you did not learn or to, do not verify the facts some of you you ended your relationship simply because you did not verify facts i had 
You know, so and so cannot be wrong. I heard so and so. Do you know that when people see that you trust them so much, they can say things in your name, right? They can say things in your name and says, well, I was with him. He said so and so. Uh, did A, B, C, D. And you're like, no, no, no. If it is coming from this person, it is true. Have you ever heard that? If it is coming from this person, it must be true. There is no way it can be wrong. Only to realize years later after losing everything that they were wrong. Right? I laugh. You know, sometimes when I sit down and talk to people, you know, and they say, well, so and so cannot be wrong. And I know very well that they are wrong. And I have proved that they are wrong. Yet I've got, you know, they've got the whole world supporting them that they cannot be wrong. They were not wrong on this one. And I, I try and say, well, but they were wrong. I says, no, they are not wrong. It says, who are you? What do you have? All right? <laughs> who are you? What do you have? Look, sit down, verify, check the facts. Okay? Check the facts. Before you get angry, check the facts. Before you pack your bags and say, I quit, check the facts. Before you spread anything, check the facts, verify, interrogate the matter, analyze the matter, seek to understand, explore the issue, look at it from different angles. And when you are certain, then you take action. Don't take action before you verify. There are so many people who are celebrated today, but there are people, like I said, there are so many people. Who are celebrated they are still people it's only god who is infallible every person is infallible is, is infallible all right every person is fallible every person can can make mistakes it's only god who is infallible all of us can make mistakes all of us can get it wrong that's why we always come back and say i am sorry i was wrong you know why because we make mistakes so i love how the king did it the Bible says the king, after hearing, he did not run with the matter. He did not say, well, Esther, you are wrong. I've been with these guys for a very long time. There is no way they can plot against me. Neither did he say, well, Esther, you are right. These guys are wrong. But the Bible says the king checked. He inquired. And when he was certain, verse 23, when it was confirmed, right, both were then hanged on gallows. When it was confirmed. The word that you're hearing every Sunday, it needs to be confirmed. Is it true? Right? The devil has got powers, by the way. Don't, don't use miracles to confirm the word only, because sometimes the devil can do the trick. How do you confirm? You confirm with what the word of God says in the New Testament, the finished work of the cross. Is the yardstick that we use to evaluate, to analyze, you know, to check, to verify whether what I'm hearing is true. Check it. Is it this side of the cross or is this other side of the cross? Is it before the cross or it is after the cross? Whatever message you are going to hear, when they tell you you are cursed and you are in Christ, verify. Is it after the cross? Well, I was going to understand if they say I, I, I am cursed if it is before the cross. But if it is after the cross, I reject it because he was made a curse for me. That the blessing of Abraham may be bestowed on us who are Gentiles. 
I have verified. Now I know I am blessed. And I reject every word that say I am cursed. When people say there is an enmity between me and God, I look at it here on this side. I say, well, it was true if it was before the cross. But guess what? The cross happened. And I'm on the other side of the cross. There is no enmity anymore. That, that partition that was there, you know, he, he, he crushed it. He put it down. And now there is no enmity anymore. If they say your sins are separating you from God, you need to look at what time are we talking about this? Is it before the cross or after the cross? I have verified and now I know that I am not separated. I am one with God. When they say that you are not forgiven, you confront with the truth of the word of God. You say, I have gone home. I have sat down. I have verified. I know that I am forgiven the past, the present and the future sins. All forgiven by Christ all because of the blood of Jesus. If they say you do not have life, you say, you know what? I did not have life before, but now I have life. Because this is the testimony that we have that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life. And whoever does not have the Son does not have life. I have got the life of God because I am in Christ Jesus. If they say that you do not have God, you need to confront and say, yes, once I was not a people, once we were not a people, we were without God, we were without hope, but now we are a people. Now we have hope. Now we have got God. I can actually call him my God because after the cross, after verifying, I checked and I saw that I am a person. I am one with God. If they say you are not justified, you are guilty, you tell them, he declared me not guilty. Whatever they tell you, you know, verify, check it. If they say your background is the one that is causing your life to go down, you tell them I've got a new identity that is from God. I am born from above. I am a child of God. Because if any man be in Christ Jesus is a new creation, the old has passed and behold, everything has become new. Church it is our time. We have the blessing. We have got the grace given to us, empowered by God, to check the words, to verify, to peruse, to go through, to be open-minded and to be noble, as noble as the Bereans. This is the church that we are building. I want to encourage you to be that person who says, I will not take the word that is spoken because I like the person who said it. I like my pastor so much, I love the man of God so much, but I love him to the extent that I sit down to verify everything that he says. It is only when we do that, that we will not become like the reeds that are taken by every wind of doctrine, but our foundation will be firm, we will be rooted in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we will not be shaken. Why? Because we verify everything against the standard of the word of God. I pray. You know that the ministry of the word was a blessing to you. If you were blessed by the word, you know, I want you. You know, there is, there is a button that is right there. If you say, Pastor, I want to commit my life to Jesus. I love this Jesus who changed everything after the cross. And I've seen and I know that what you are saying is the truth of God's word. I've checked your message and I know that against the word of God, it is the true word of God. You know, there is that button that is there. I want you to just press on that and commit your life to Jesus. Those who commit their ways to Jesus, they will be led and they will receive the life of God. There will be somebody waiting just to talk to you and encourage you on the new journey that you are embarking on. You are blessed and highly favored. 
above and not beneath, the head and not the tail, strangers to failure and winners by nature. Blessings to you and your family. God bless you. See you next week. Same place, same time. Gracechapter.online.church We love you and we are always praying for you. God bless you.